Episode three. Here Techni- we go. Technically four. Well, you technically know, four. Pilot. Yeah. If, if you want to include the pilot, then this is because I've been like sending it to people, and I'm like, episode two is pretty fucking good. And but then technically, it's like it's three. episode one. Yeah. You know. So they're like, one <clears throat> was really good. You know. Yeah. They like them all though, but this is going to be listed as three. Yeah, this will be episode three listed as episode three. Yeah. yeah. So that's a milestone. Yeah. You know? It's more than two. Yeah. It's pretty big. We've passed. Uh, we're at another prime number. Once we get past the prime numbers, it's huge. Right. Episode four is going to be big. You know. Hundred percent. How have you been? Pretty good. Well, I. Yeah, you have a little injury. Yeah, got... I hurt my knee playing football on Wednesday, so you tweaked it. Yeah, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping that it's something very minor, but sure, no like no tears in your ACL, MCL, yeah, that's GCL, that's BCL. Like worst case scenario. Yeah. That I'm hoping that's not the case, but what is that? I... What What do you have to do for that? Like, what happens? If that happens, yeah, yeah, I think you get surgery. Yeah, you have to get. Well, you don't have to. Get, I don't think it's. You know, technically, you don't have to get surgery, yeah. but if you wanted to like recover one hundred percent, I think it's like best if you do get surgery. <clears throat> but I mean, I've been icing it. I've been um, elevating it, keeping it high. Yeah. Um, it did swell, so it happened on Wednesday, and then the next, so Thursday morning. It was like really swollen. Right. I was like kind of scared. But today it's Sunday and I woke up and it's the best it's felt since. It's probably a good sign. Yeah. Have you ever been injured before? This is like the worst injury I think I've ever had in my life. It's pretty fortunate. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to getting. I did. I did. I did. I didn't break a rib, but I did crack a rib when I was in like middle school, I think. That always seems fucked because that just like messes up everything, you know? Yeah. You can't sit right. You can't eat right. You can't laugh right. I could, I could barely breathe when it first happened. Yeah. Ribs. I, it, like it It was like the worst feeling. No, yeah. you, you get the, the wind knocked out of you and it's, yeah, but my mom took me that night to the hospital and they, they said that it was just a cracked rib. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've never even come close to anything like that, you know? Yeah. Where it's just. The most, I remember my brother got so mad at me one time that he kicked me and he broke his foot on me. So <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I was totally fine, but his foot got oh shattered, gosh. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. Maybe I'm like Bruce Willis and unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just absolutely untouchable, but yeah. I don't want to test the theory at all because having to go through all that is such a nightmare. Yeah. Knock on wood. I know. Like having to use the elevator instead of getting to use the elevator shit right that's <laughs> rough like, like whenever I, I walk into work and i see that's on the first floor i'm like might as well you know i don't need to but my friends just they just moved back from vegas and they rent an apartment now in lakewood ranch yeah. and they're on the third floor mm-hmm. so i had to walk up the stairs today Dude. it was very uncomfortable <laughs> i mean at least you don't live there imagine grocery day oh my Fuck. gosh yeah that's a nightmare. That should be a service, you know? Is it? It has to be. What? Getting your... Yeah, um, Instacart. But, like, delivered directly to your door? Like, yeah. would they... Yeah, my mom does it sometimes. Because I was in New York, and my friend did that. He did all, like, DoorDash, Instacart, yeah. whatever the fuck. And we'd have to go downstairs and get whatever it was. <laughs> like No, they'll, they're supposed to bring it right to your door. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Because 
um she would she would be like going to like getting like grocery lists she mm-hmm. would go to Publix and buy their groceries and then bring it to their door right which I mean it's a pretty nice service if you're immobile you yeah. know if you're in a wheelchair or whatever it may be or you're the laziest fucking person in the world <laughs> yeah exactly can you imagine someone like touching all your food like like picking out your limes and shit for you <laughs> yeah i guess what if they pick shit fruit and stuff you know like yeah all, like, like some people don't know banana. what to look for yeah they don't even shake the melon when they, <laughs> they buy it you know yeah they get a coconut with no water in it <laughs> dude coconut water is so good Oh, I thought you were going to say bad. No. We're going to so have an good. argument about that. Oh, Our, my God. Coconut water is so good. I and it's so good for you. Yeah. It's did like you know the you, most hydrating thing Did of you all know time. you could survive off of just coconuts? Yeah, I think I did. There's protein. There's electrolytes. Uh-huh. Everything you need to survive is in a coconut. Yeah, that's what they do in Survivor. They give them, like, rice, and they just have coconuts everywhere. Yeah. They get pretty fucking sick of it quickly. You love that show. I love Survivor. Survivor is so good. You're, like, trying to get on it, aren't you? I want to be on Survivor so badly, because I'd win, like, 100%. <laughs> and I know everyone says that, but I'm, like, I'm so certain in my mind that after watching all of it, I'm like, I could totally win this thing. Have you watched every episode? No, I've skipped a few seasons because I've heard that they're kind of shit. Oh, okay. You know, but I've watched the vast majority. I've watched too much Survivor. <laughs> I'm watching the current Survivor as it's airing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they're still like, that's... Oh, yeah. I want to be on it. So they yeah. got to keep making seasons, you know, but hopefully. What makes day. you so certain that you'll you'll be able to... What is it? A million dollars? It's a million dollars. You win a million dollars, which is basically like $700,000. Oh, they tax on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. At the end of one season, the baseball player Jeff Kent was on it. Mm-hmm. And when he got voted out, he was like, I've made like hundred, like tens of millions of dollars in my baseball career. And I want this million dollars so freaking bad. And it's not <laughs> even a million dollars. It's only like 600000 once Obama gets his hands on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a classic survivor moment. That's probably why they kicked him off the show in the first place. Oh, it was so funny. It was no such, a good, such a good moment. Because they get like an exit interview whenever the, someone gets voted out. Yeah so funny but yeah like i i'm so sure i could win it what makes you so sure though because it's like it it's just in my nature you know there's so much (laughs) lying and deceiving that you need to do this is true most people like if you ask someone like 10 years not even 10 years ago like 15 years ago they'd be like oh you gotta be like super athletic or super fit and yeah you gotta gotta be able to survive. survive yeah you don't no you fucking don't need to do that at all you know you just have to survive every single vote yeah, it's not about surviving yeah, the wilderness. Because yeah. there's other people to do that shit. There's always like three ripped guys who will go out fishing for you, and <laughs> people who will like get the firewood. You can just sit on your ass and not really do anything. Is it like, is it like a team thing or is it a? It's a team thing, and then it becomes an individual thing. Because okay. like you whittle down your team slowly, and then you merge into one team. Do you think you can turn on someone that you've created a bond with? Oh fuck yeah! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Easily. You know, it's it's a part of the game. What if it was Brody on the show with you? Do you think you could turn on him? Absolutely. He would. We would not be allies. There's no shot. Well, it, in a world where they let people who know each other be on the show together, um, there's no way me and him would actually like team up because we we wouldn't want each other to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'd That's be like, true. I don't yeah. want him to fucking win this. And movie. I feel like you both would go into it like whatever happens, like it happens. Like once we go, once we're on the show, we're we're I think We're it's frenemies. I think it's ridiculous when, especially in the earlier seasons, this is just gonna become a survivor podcast. <laughs> uh in the early seasons, people would literally like get offended and like 
be, like lose friendships entirely. And I can't really like figure like I can't uh, put myself in their shoes living on an island for 39 days. That's pretty insane. Yeah. But I but there is a lot like of trust that goes into it. There's a ton of trust, but you have to make the separation that this is not like real life. No one's seriously out to get you, you know. Right. But there, uh, back I, in the I, day, I a ton of people did. Like people, friendships were ruined <laughs> over Survivor, but you know, I'm not, but it's like you meet those people for the first time and you're only with them for 30 days. And it's like, yeah, you may, you know, have a bond with them or create like a good friendship with them. But yeah, you know what I mean? It's like money um, does crazy shit to people, man. Yeah. A million dollars is a lot of money. That Some is. people would fucking, you know, did you hear about the Florida lottery? No. I don't know if it was the Mega Million or the Florida Lottery, but it was up to 1.9 billion. Yeah, and one guy won it. Really? Yeah, I think it was in California. Really? So it must have been. It must have been the Mega Million. Yeah, one person won 1.9 billion, not million, billion dollars. Actually, one person. Wow, I Isn't saw that insane. I actually did see a post about one guy winning it, but I saw that it was fake. So it must like it's probably like a different guy. No, if you like go on like the app, like the lottery app, it yeah. shows you that it's one million. And, and the the craziest thing about it is mm-hmm. it's it's in the public record, so you can find out their name, their address. That person. You can fucked. find out exactly where they live. That's why That's I the never, scariest part about. I it. never want any like. We were all hanging out at our friend's house, and uh, Nicole. Anthony's mom mm-hmm. was like, if I win this billion dollars, I'm buying every single one of you a house. I'm buying all your kids' houses. And I'm like, I don't want shit. Don't give me anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just... I would I would take care of my family, though. If I won that much money, I would definitely take care of my family. Sure. But like some random guy, that's just a target. Like, yeah. I'm already thinking like Survivor, you know? <laughs> You're going to expect <laughs> <Yeah>. something from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to vote you out if you give me a house, you know? Do they make deals like that? Yeah, I mean, people will literally, like, like if you find an immunity idol or something, people will be like, here, I'm going to give this to you because I trust you. And then the person you give it to will be like, all right, I might as well vote this fucker out, so this is my immunity idol now. Wow. There's all sorts of wheeling and dealing and shit like that. That's that's nuts. It's a great show. I'd but, be mad if I did, if somebody did that to me. Yeah. <laughs> but then like, again, I'd never be stupid enough to do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put all of my trust into one person to be like, hey, I'm going to give you this. And if you win, you'll take care of me, right? Right. Yeah, sure. It's like, no. The, all right. To answer your question, the thing that I feel most certain about is that I am really good at separating like reality and fiction, you know, where okay. I think I could have the best perspective possible for the game where I'm not going to like get too attached to anyone. I'm not going to get like clouded by the situation. I say all this like it's easy to just say that shit, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that I'm that's one of my strongest skill sets. Because you're me- it, it, it works on your mental a lot. Because oh, yeah, you're in like super hot, super terrible conditions. You're not yeah. sleeping at all. You're not Sleep eating deprived, at all. You're it's super hungry fun. all the time. But I think I can handle it. <laughs> I'm confident I can handle it. Yeah. Have you? What's that? What is the uh, Lone Survivor? Have you seen that one? I think that's what it's called. I don't know. What's that? It's like a, it's kind of like the same thing, but it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like worse conditions and like, you don't even, they don't, it's not like, it's not like a reality TV show. It's like a, I guess, I guess it is reality, but it's not like what reality TV show is today yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like the Kardashians. It's like 
you get sent out here by yourself. I think you get to bring one or two items with you. Uh-huh. Um, and you, you literally have to survive. You don't, they don't give you any food. They don't give you anything They you just have to survive on what Island or wherever you're sent to. Cause it's random. I'm pretty sure. Right. But yeah, like there's people who have like, you know, 30 years of experience of for surviving and, you know, adventure, whatever they call them. But yeah. And they, they can't do it. No. Yeah. There's like, some unlivable eat, fucking they'll, spots they'll, on the they'll think that, okay, I see this animal right here. I'm going to kill him and eat him. But then it turns out it's like, it's got that animal had a disease or something. And then they get deathly sick and they have to, you get know, evacuated from the show. Yeah. So they don't die. Right. The show doesn't it's happened too. Like I've seen a couple episodes where like that's happened. Like this guy, he went by the water and he like trapped some animal and it was like a mole rat or something. Mm-hmm. And he ate it and he was like about to die on the show. So they had to like bring the EMS in and like evac them like ASAP. Yeah. Or else he was going to die on the show. People do crazy shit for fame, man. Even more than money. You know, there's some people who I don't like, even I, money's king but like fame right i feel like some people do go on those shows for the wrong reasons but some of them just to like i feel like they go on that show just to prove something to themselves like hey i did this i can do it Mm -hmm. you know but But you know there's a little piece of them that's just like i want everyone yeah everyone's gonna be watching of course cash rules everything around me dollar dollar bill (laughs) (laughs) it's you know it's an interesting thought about what like we're not built to be famous, you know, like for the vast majority of our existence, fame was not even a thing. Yeah. Even for like kings and shit, you know, like King Louis, the whatever the fuck wasn't famous because nobody he could like go out and nobody would really know it was him because they didn't have fucking pictures or whatever. But now, you know, having to being known by like millions of people, if not like billions it's like, insane. Like being someone like Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan or something. Like you can't go out in public and not be ambushed by fans. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's not a human thing at all. It's our brains aren't wired to comprehend no. that perspective. I don't know if you know, do you know who David Dobrik is. Mm-hmm. So you, okay, he just him and his friend Ilya just opened up a pizzeria in L.A. Yeah, and on they had their grand opening on Saturday. Right. And the line from the restaurant was like a mile and a half right. of people waiting to go see him. Some Jaws shit. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't... It, I mean, it, it is insane. I mean, it's literally like a sea of people. Yeah, I mean, well, that's... And what's wild is that that's just like a fraction of it, you know? And it's much more accessible to people where he is not really a guy that you could show your grandparents and it'd be like, oh, that's David Dobrik. Yeah, it's so it's it's so diversified fame now, you know, where there's sex of like S.E.C.T., you know, not sex, sex. Yeah, there's sex of like like 15 to 20 million people who know about this person 15 right. to 20 million people know about this person but like everybody but knows still a lot everybody knew who the queen was yeah yeah uh-huh. everybody knew who she was yes and it's like like that level of fame is 
incomprehensible. When the whole world knows who you are. Yeah. You know, you gotta have Unless some you're like escape. a kid, you don't know who they are. But but even then, you could, they like know, like, right. but, but kids aren't really, you gotta have some place to where you can go and just be normal. I don't think there is a place. Like, if, if you're at that level of fame, there's nowhere you can go without someone recognizing you or yeah it's hard not to get fucked up yeah you know you gotta have a solid foundation of like especially like children like children who grow up like michael jackson's the biggest example because he was famous from when he was a child right and having no foundation of normalcy in your life where insane unbelievable completely unbelievable you never get to never ever do you get to live a normal life yeah I Being mean, famous how, sucks. How, how how old was when he when he when they started that group? He was like, not even double digits yet. No, I don't yet. think so. Yeah, probably like seven, eight, nine. Yeah, from that age to before he was fifty, before he died. Yeah, I mean, he never could live a normal life. Global fame, absolutely crazy. And who's who's another one? Um, who's the guy from uh, Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin is another one. Like, yeah. Selena Gomez was on Barney like uh-huh. when they're you know two or three or four years old until they're you know and now it's just like I don't know you can't go to regular school you can't have regular friends because they're always gonna treat you different they're always gonna want something from you it's never you can never have a genuine unless you unless that uh, that person that you are friends with is in doing the same thing that you are and has the same level of fame as you it's so hard to find like a genuine relationship or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. just because of the situation that you're in, the, the money that you make, they're always going to be wanting something. I think Macaulay Culkin actually, cause he had, he, I don't know if he still has it, but he had a podcast that I listened to mm-hmm. called like bunny ear podcast or something. Okay. And he seems pretty well adjusted. And for my guess, I would say that's probably because he grew up in like, a family with a lot of siblings who mm. weren't nearly as famous right. so he had that perspective to just bounce off of you know where if you if you're a mega famous kid and you have like five brothers who aren't you know you're gonna understand what it's like to be normal would you say mark Wahlberg was would be the same because I mean, uh, he has, but his I, brothers are kind of well known a little bit but that's mostly like his, because of him you know yeah that's true and even then, he wasn't like. I feel like he got famous at a more regular period. In yeah, his like life. yeah. He was. He started. Like a child he started star. rapping. Yeah. Marky Mark and the boys. Marky Mark. Yeah. Yeah. He's is a, he from Boston? I think so. Really? Okay. I think so. That's what I thought. He's a. Uh, didn't he say some shit that people didn't like? <laughs> like recently. I don't know. Maybe not recently, but like a couple years ago. I feel like he said some something about some controversy some group of people (laughs) and he got some shit for it but uh i don't know man i've i've never really i've never really thought about what i've had to say until i realized people like record shit you know yeah it's kind of weird because we kind of we became adults right around when people started getting canceled right cancel (laughs) culture that word you know people got recorded saying something and then their life is over you know have you have you felt that where you are like just cognizant of what you're saying because 
someone could be recording you? I mean, I watch what I say even when, even if, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really think about if they're recording me or not. I just like to think about like who I'm, who I'm speaking with and who, what i like, what are my surroundings? Yeah. Like I'm very aware of my surroundings. So like, I'm not going to say something like if I can't say it in front of my family or my mom or my grandmother, I wouldn't say it. You know, mm-hmm. I I try to think like that. Like if I'm speaking to someone in a public setting, I'm not going to say something that I wouldn't say in front of my mom or grandma. Sure. I mean, that's, that's a good rule of thumb to go by. Yeah. And it's not even like paranoia. I want to be clear. Cause I'm not like walking around anxious, like, yeah. holy shit, someone's going to record <laughs> yeah. me saying something. <laughs> right. My life's going to be over. It's just, it's just a thought, you know, like, like yeah. dissecting that idea that nowadays it's possible, yeah. you can literally just ruin your life by saying something. Yeah. And I mean, has that, I, I could, you could argue that's kind of been a thing before. Like if you were living during like the inquisition or the Spanish inquisition or any sort of religious movement and you were. You said something semi heretical where mm-hmm. the church could be like, no, you're shunned. <laughs> That's it. You're done. Yeah. And they like get rid- like Galileo said the fucking earth was round or whatever. And he just got shut down, you know? So I guess it's kind of always been Turns a thing. Out he was right. I think the theme of this episode <laughs> is human nature, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of things that are becoming very unnatural in our society. Oh, 100%. Oh my god, like just the amount of screens we're looking at, the lack of vitamin D in our culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's pale. Dude. I'm pounding my vitamin D supplements. Yeah. I got it in me, but when I work inside a concrete building with no windows, it's kind of tough to get outside. But yeah, I think that's like one of the you know, the biggest issue in today's world is, you know, the television and the computers and the tablets and the phones yeah. we get so I, I find myself just sitting on the couch looking at my phone and I look and it, it'd be like noon and I'm on my phone and I look at the time and it's like four o'clock already and I'm like what, what happened yeah that's where it did, where did all this time go and it's like it, me looking into my screen it's like mm-hmm. insane right and the thing is that everything is on there so you can be productive on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer. Right, but be honest, like but most, that's most the, the most problem is the that time. everything is on it. Right. So, most of the time, we're not doing things that are productive. Exactly. Playing if video they, games on our phone or watching YouTube or Netflix or you know whatever. It's just like there used to be a clear distinction between work and play. Right. You know? But now it's all in the same place, where your job is on your computer and your fucking overwatches on your computer yeah <laughs> you know so if it's sitting right there like might as well crack it open yeah that's the problem i feel you play like. overwatch no oh. <laughs> i just saw it on your <laughs> on your desktop <laughs> right there yeah okay no i don't play i only play melee yeah smash brothers it's the only game i play it's kind of a king at that game i've heard uh i'm a medium-sized fish and a microscopic pond (laughs) (laughs) the thing when a game's been around for that long because as of recording this it's been 22 years since the game's release uh i didn't know that maybe 21 like the original what did it what did the original come out on well the original smash bros was smash 64 and that came out in like 99 i think 
Was it on this Nintendo on the 64? Nintendo 64. And the one I play is the sequel, Melee, that came out on GameCube. GameCube, GameCube yeah. And it took 13 months to make. So I think, yeah, I think it was released in 2001, maybe? I don't know. It's either 2000 or 2001. Uh, so when a game's been around for that long, the skill curve is just going to be enormous, where the people, the people at the top are... The like, ones who have been playing it since day one. If I'm a one, I'm not a one. I play our friend Brody, who we bring up frequently on this podcast. <laughs> Brody's a one. Like, you would be a zero because you don't know how to play. Right. Like, you don't understand the I just click. I just click the buttons. Exactly. You don't know, like, recovering or, like, punish game, whatever the fuck. You don't understand that. So you're a zero. Brody's right. a one because he understands it. He just doesn't do it well. I'm probably, like, five. I'd give myself what's, five. What's max? Ten? I think, no. I'm a five. No? Uh, if I went to a tournament, like a local tournament, like a Starbucks or something, uh, I'll probably play a guy in like second round who's like a 15, you know? What's max? If I go to a regional tournament, like, I don't know, in Tallahassee or right. Gainesville or something, I'll make it to like the third round and I'll play a guy who's like a 50 you know oh my god and the guys who play in super majors in top eights and win tournaments are like a million their rank <laughs> they're or... it's not like a number in the game i'm just putting i'm telling you that's the like distance. a skill gap that's the skill gap you know if i played somebody who wins tournaments it's not even gonna be close not even close but the thing is Slowly, that's starting to close because of what we're talking about is the accessibility of everything. Right. During the COVID pandemic, obviously, a lot of things struggled. Even like even the mighty NFL and NBA struggled because they had to create a fucking bubble. They didn't make their own city. Right. But most things don't have the resources to do that. So something like Smash Bros tournaments, which require you to be in person didn't happen they couldn't happen because we were going through a pandemic but luckily through the grace of fucking god this absolute wizard named fizzy quit his job maybe like six months before the pandemic and spent all of his time coding uh rollback net code for like remote so you could play remotely for, so you could play online melee which is a game that came out in 2001 so playing it online didn't exist wow and they didn't, they didn't think to like like Nintendo, or is it who makes Smash? Nintendo. They didn't think to make it rem- like online accessible. Uh, I'll get to Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is gonna probably close out the podcast because it's gonna take me a while. Okay. But um, this guy made this thing independently, completely by himself, and it's just out there. You can just download it. I can download it on your computer right now, and people can grind melee against anybody in the world. Not the world, but like you can p- play like. And it's free? 30, it's totally free. You can wow. play 30 ping melee with someone from like Utah and we're in Florida. And it's like lagless, completely lagless. Like you're playing on land. Wow, that's pretty impressive. It's ridiculous. It's so good. Which is creating a much narrower skill gap where people can just sit in their room and grind all day. Right. And become relatively good, you know? So... Maybe I was exaggerating being a five. Maybe I'm a ten. <laughs> but those guys are still a million. Yeah. <laughs> They're still way fucking right, out there. Right. The problem with Nintendo, what this is what happened, is in the beginning of the pandemic, this thing comes out and people start doing online tournaments. And 
uh, one of the super majors of the year is called Big House. The Big House is usually in like October, and they announced Big House Online for the for 2020. And immediately, Nintendo cease and desist it. Wow. Because it's a big enough name, and there's enough people watching, and they're like, nope, you can't do that. That's illegal hardware, because you have to download ROM to do it. And they just didn't allow it at all. And there was so much pushback from the online community that they, uh, Nintendo has since not ceased and desisted any tournaments. And they even have like their own uh, circuit running. Really? And when I say their own circuit, it's like they're letting people run tournaments. They're not giving them any money. That's the biggest difference between Nintendo esports and like any other esport. Because, you know, like League of Legends pros. Yeah. Millionaires. Right. Like they make a professional like Nintendo's not like paying people to zero dollars advertise their game for free absolutely nothing wow you know like unless you have a top tier sponsor like the like the best player is mango and he's sponsored by cloud nine which have you heard you've heard of cloud nine yeah Yeah, yeah. they just i think they just won in uh csgo tournament yes they're they're very good (laughs) yeah yeah uh so unless you have a sponsor like them it's nearly impossible to live off the game you just can't which is such a, it's a shame. It's, it's sad, yeah. It's super fucked, but you know that's just life. It's not. I guess it's not natural to be a professional video game player, right? It's looking at screens for too long, you know. <laughs> Either way, it's gonna end up where all this technology is gonna go to shit, and we're gonna <laughs> regress back to caveman times, right? You know? History repeats itself. Yeah, it's one big circle. Just like this podcast. Just like this, po- <laughs> just like this podcast. Yeah. Always go back to shitting on Brody. Yeah. <laughs> All well, right, I think well. this is a pretty good episode. Yeah. I had think? a lot of fun. Yeah. Good installment for episode three. Yeah. Slash four. Slash four. <laughs> yeah. If we're counting the pilot four, but. Three and a half. Yeah. All right. But we'll see you guys in the next one. Yep. Peace. See ya.